Welcome back to Friend Info Adventure Co., an immaturely mature podcast. I am your bunker master, Riley. I control the world and try and kill vault hunters and make up a story while I'm at it. Uh, let's go Phil first. Oh, and Hi, actually, what you do... <laughs> what just happened? On bad assets, they started doing badass facts about themselves. Oh, yeah. And I had thought about doing that same exact thing, but another podcast, Dungeons and Daddies, does like uh, in like background stuff. I can't remember exactly what they call it now. Daddy facts. Daddy. And uh, and so I thought we could do something like just as good as badass facts, mundane facts. So something very trivial. So introduce yourself, what your character is, and then something some trivial fact about them. About Tarquin? Yep. Okay. Hi, I'm Phil. I play Tarquin Britstone, the Mecromancer, and his favorite flavor of jam is apricot. Nailed it. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay, I'm Kimmy. I play Phaleon, who's a siren, and she also has Pigeon, her hummingbird. And a fact about her is, a fact about Phaleon is her nails are always done really nice. Oh, nice. How do they, what do they look like today? Today, they are, oh, gosh, Riley, you tell me one fact. <laughs> Don't get greedy now. <laughs> <laughs> this is part of the same fact. You didn't have to say I had to expand on it. <laughs> um, they are purple today to match her tattoos. Beautiful. Hi, I'm Kyle. I play Mercurius, the mech pilot, and... A fact about him, I was actually thinking about this the other day, so you know how his mom doesn't approve of his love for robots? She also wanted him to grow up to be a streamer or YouTuber, content creator, but he always wanted to be a lawyer, so that's what he went for instead, and very disappointed his parents. Oh, man. (laughs) Just awful. (laughs) An echo uh, content creator. Yeah, yeah. If that's a thing. (laughs) Totally is. There's echo casts. I'm Matt. I play Good Boy, the psycho. And an interesting fact about him is that he collects sticks. I knew it was going to be something good. Uh, Since I don't have a character, I'll just be... An interesting fact about myself is that I forget my players' real names and call them by their character names, including Kimmy sometimes, who is my lovely wife. Ah. Hmm. Is that get awkward? <laughs> no comment. So previously, since it's been a while since we've been in the present, the Vault Hunters went to Firehaven. They went to go find the Siren Queen, essentially, or, or find out more about the Vault rumors that were there. Uh, they found Siren Queen disciples there. One of them tried to kill them. They killed her instead. The others went and portaled away and then destroyed the town of Firehaven. After they got back to Geohold. We went out hunting some skags, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd been back. You brought back a little girl that you had saved from the Siren Queen's disciples. And you put her to work for Randy and then a few days later, you went out, you went to hunting some skags that were causing problems. There was a portal crossover with uh, roleplay rejects, and you, you did a whole adventure there. Now you're coming back through. So we're just going to pick up right where we left off on that one. 
Tarquin, Mercurius, you go through the portal. You've said your goodbyes. Tarquin, you threw a grenade back through the portal, blowing up Plunger a little bit, you know, just minor blow up. And then the portal closes. You look, you know, you weren't really paying attention to where you were before. You look around and you're in a bedroom. Uh, and then there's just like kind of antique type stuff on the walls. There's blood splattered on the walls. Uh, and you look around and in the corner, there is an old man, two middle-aged women and three children huddled up in the in the corner, just sh- shivering. Uh, they are scared and looking at you too terrified. Okay, well, I'm going to turn to Mercurius and be like, where the hell's this? Well, you know, sorry, go ahead. I, I got nothing to say. I'm just a little upset that Vec didn't even say goodbye. Oh, yeah, indeed. He just left. I didn't get his number or anything, and now he's gone forever. I hope you uh, stored some images in your memory banks, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the perks of having a robotic eyes. <laughs> anyway, where the hell are we? Uh, what's your guys' names? Uh, we don't want any trouble, the old man says. What did you do to my wife? Uh, uh, she wasn't that fucking elf bitch, was she? No, no, I had no elf here. You, she just blew up and you guys came out of a portal that was her body. Why? She just wanted oh. to die in peace. Hi, I'm your new son. Good to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have a body to bury. Yeah, sorry about that. God rest her. Well, hey, I'll I'll be your wife since we blew yours up, I guess. It, accidentally, I want that to be known. Uh, but I want a divorce right now. We're leaving. <laughs> he stands up. He's like, no, what? This is some kind of... Ge- uh, uh. And he grabs his chest. He falls to the ground. Dad, no, Dad, what? what's happening? It's your, it's his, he's got a weak heart. Does anyone know... Oh my God. His body explodes, another portal opens, and out comes Phaleon and Good Boy and Plunger. Oh, well. Oh, hey, guys. Let's go. Glad we found you. I thought that was going to take a lot longer to find our friends again. And Plunger. <laughs> it's your favorite boy, Plunger. He just followed us. I don't know. Well, I had to bring you back to, t- to your realm. Did you have to kill an old couple to do it? I didn't yeah, kill you nobody. Blew, you didn't blow these guys up? Because, I mean, we got orphans here now. I guess we could take them back to Saloon Dion and put them to work with Princess Consuela. Yes. Well, I, it's like a crash. The One of them's like, no, these are our children. We're still alive. Me and my wife will take care of our own kids. You just killed our old parents. No, no, we didn't kill your parents. They, You see... When somebody dies, their soul goes up into the air and just a really small portal opens up and they they teleport to a different realm while they'll be happier. And and that's how we utilize, you know, when loot comes out, we just throw a little bit of little bit of uh, loot outside in that little portal. But in order to make a portal bigger, we need a bigger sacrifice. So we we expand that little portal that their soul opens up and uh, and it blows up their body. But then you can move between them. So they were dead already. They were dead. We don't blow up living people. Is Plunger from New York? 
Listen, my accent probably changes. <laughs> We've got a lot of different dialects. <laughs> we almost killed a guy for a change in his accent. <laughs> it wasn't a child, was it? It, my, it was a child. <laughs> oh, you, you four are terrible people. So anyways, my condolences. Normally you'd get some loot when your loved ones died. Uh, but I guess not this time. So, Sucks yeah. to suck, idiots. <laughs> okay, I'm going to turn to the family and be like, well, whereabouts in the world are we? Because this fucknut obviously hasn't brought us back to Geohold, has he? You No, this is Geohold. You're, you're in Geohold. Oh, okay, cool. That's sick. Okay, well, we'll yep. go home now. Bye. <laughs> we just needed a dead body to, to open a portal back. Looks like we lucked into it. Sorry about your dead grandparents. Really. Uh, just get out of here. You've done enough. Get out. Mommy, why did Grandpa explode? Because she hated you. Because you were a bad grandchild. <laughs> because you touch yourself at night. <laughs> oh, no. The priest was right. <laughs> oh, God damn it. The priest. Yes. Yeah, you guys leave the house. Uh, we are bad people. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, at the the very first episode, I said you aren't good people. <laughs> well, I guess Phaleon and Good Boy didn't do anything bad, but me and Tarquin definitely lost a few uh, morality points there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, speaking of, oi, Phaleon and Good Boy, what, what were you doing while we were duking it out with um, Kellum and her trash monsters? Um, I went to find Good Boy to make sure he didn't get lost. I think I was at school. <laughs> okay. Good. Oh, hey, yeah, we have, uh, we have a muddy stick for you. <laughs> I found him collecting sticks. <laughs> yeah, school. Good, good. What did you learn? Uh, about... Sticks. All about sticks. Long ones. That's it. <laughs> Just the long ones? <laughs> yeah. The short ones is Sticks 102, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not ready for short sticks. Well, I brought your friends back to you, and now I'm gonna go and explore this world. You know, the random loot givers, or oh, gobs, they changed their name to the gobs, which is pretty badass. It's a good good rebranding uh but you know i can't loot from there anymore really without going rogue so i thought hey might as well come to your realm and and uh explore it and and do my own thing go off on my own time to be my own man yeah okay do that then bye bye just stop talking to us (laughs) (laughs) good luck is there a good place to start like uh like wherever we're not good place um yes um, there is a small town called Shartleby, actually, which I think you will have tons of fun at. It's west of here. Ah, oh, Shartleby. All right, I'm on my way. Uh, bye, motherfuckers. And he gives you the double bird, walks away. <laughs> Classic plunger. <laughs> well, I suppose we should let Amir know that we're back, I guess. Well, how long have we been away? How long was all that? I mean, you guys were gone for a couple hours, so assuming oh, okay. time works the same, it's it's uh, you know a few hours, maybe half a day. Yeah, and you hit you hit up Amir with that little echo. I did blast before we left, so he knew where we were. Kind of. Uh, I guess yeah, we could just go report back to him. Yeah, or we could just phone him on the thing again and say hi, hi. Hey. Hey. We're back from an alternate dimension. 
<laughs> Any new developments? <laughs> that sounds like a good plan. Hello, you've reached Amir. Hi, Amir. It's Tarquin. Oh, Tarquin, Tarquin. Haven't heard from you in like a half a day. What's been going on? Where'd you go? I tried reaching you. Thought we got his answering thing. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Did you hear a beep? <laughs> yeah, we went through this portal to this other world. Uh, and we liberated the um, loot people, the slags or whatever they're called, sentinels of loot and gifts, I think. And then um, yeah. we restored, I don't know, got rid of John, killed some elf, and then we came back in time for tea. What's cracky-lacking down here? Well, I've got some great news for you. Uh, rumors are coming through from a town out up north uh, about a possible siren disciple. Ooh. Siren queen whatever it's such a long name we gotta kill those yeah that's true what's the what's the rumor what's the situation some lady with ice powers has been popping up and freezing things and freezing people and uh, and making her way north towards everfalls we did see some of the people in firehaven have been frozen solid and she didn't have siren tattoos from the survivors thing uh, comments their witness statements uh, she had a strange tattoo on her hand, but not up her arm or neck or anything. So it seems like a good lead. She's one of these newly created siren power people. Is it Elsa? <laughs> I was going to make an Elsa joke too. That's fucking fantastic. <laughs> uh, maybe we should let it go. Kept trying to think of Fleetwood Mac jokes about rumors. <laughs> <laughs> take this quest or we can go our own way (laughs) (laughs) there you go yeah yeah what good boy said do you want to go hell yeah yeah sure let's kill this bet uh nice lady sorry (laughs) (laughs) okay hold on and from your echo stones you hear this do 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 uh whatever chime i've activated your fast travel uh, on your Echo Stone, so now wherever you've been, you can fast travel to, but it's starting now, so really you can only fast travel to Geohold. But once you get to Everfalls, it'll register there, and you can move back and forth between there and here in an instant. It's incredible! You mean to tell me we're like 20 some episodes deep and we're just getting fast travel? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Thought you guys would be dead long before now. Even okay. with, even with the brew you stations, I I thought for sure you would die. At least they added it this well, time. I mean, the last quest it seemed like they didn't even have fast travel. Well, I find your lack of faith disturbing, but uh, yeah, well, at least we got it now. Go ahead and head up to the train station north. Hop on the Alaspis Express and get your asses to Ever Falls. Say that five times fast, huh? Elaspis <laughs> Express, Elaspis Express. Damn it. <laughs> well, okay. What do y'all reckon? Shall we? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. the train. Bye. All right, yeah, you guys get to the train station. It's not too busy there, but, you know, there's the ticket booth. There's a little gnome at the ticket booth. Oi, what can I get you? <laughs> How much for a ticket to Everfalls, please? Economy class is 25 gold, first class is 40 gold, and then there's 300 gold for a room for four. Oh, that's convenient. (laughs) 
What's the difference between economy and first class? Oh, way more room in first class. You don't have to deal with the dirty peasants. How nice is the room for four? Is it worth 300 gold? Yeah. Oh, of course it's nice. No, it's, it's, it's 300 gold. It's got to be nice. It's got to be nice, right? We get bottle service. You can always buy more. Are you okay, little gnome? I think he's drunk. Listen, they pay us to do these accents, and then I lost my accent. <laughs> okay. So I'm sorry. You don't have to worry about it with us. We don't... Uh, Please don't we're, tell we're, me. The, we're well the, used to people changing their accents. <laughs> the private room is nice. Where are you head? Where are we heading? Was it ever... Everquest? Everfalls. I told you that already. Everfalls. Okay, Everfalls. I'm glad that you remember these things, Tarquin. Depends. Are you comfortable just sleeping in your chairs? Do you want a nice room? Be able to recover some HP? All of your HP? First class, you can recover some of it. Middle class, your economy, you you know, you wouldn't get a lot. Well, if we pay for the room, it's only 75 quid each, isn't it? So I'm I'm happy to pay that. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I'm good with that. We'll take the room for four, please. Well, all right. Have a good time then, matey-o's. I'm going to see now the accent's back. <laughs> Nailed it. You're doing a great job, buddy. Hey. In my review. <laughs> Instantly, he gets a trip advisor ping. What does it say, good boy? The inconsistent accent, which is really distracting from the whole experience. I heard they're supposed to stay in character the whole time, but kept like popping in and out it's just it really was distracting our, Two subs. our whole vacation is ruined he hangs his head down as his manager comes up you got another bad review chonky <laughs> we're gonna have to let you and then you step into the train poor chonky so as you guys were approaching this train it is uh, most of the cars have two stories I don't know what you call it it's like a double decker train right yeah, there's a couple of them that don't or that are just not quite as tall. Um, but there are nine trains on there or nine cars, I guess, eight cars and then the engine. As you get on the train, they ask you to stow your weapons. So they have crates for you to put your weapons in. So are they in the cargo car? Yes. Do all of you surrender them peacefully? Yeah, I do. I guess I don't... Oh, man. I don't have any, like, smaller weapons. They're all combat rifles and shotguns. I was going to try and stash one. Although, can I do a charm on the conductor or whatever? I want to try and keep my fan. I'm just like, look, I you get a really bad train sickness. I need my fan to, like, keep me cool. It's not a weapon. It's just decorative. Yeah, look, we're sponsored. We need to have these with us. <laughs> you got to watch out for train sickness, too. Go ahead and roll a talk check. Uh, 15. It's not the conductor, of course. It's some, you know, attendant. Sorry, uh, my mistake. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Why would the conductor be personally taking your guns away? He says, of course you can keep your fans. Of course. Thank you. Those aren't weapons. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I've got, I kept my fan. I assume is everybody keeping their fans? Yeah, if we can, if we can piggyback off of Phil's yes. nice talk roll there. Yeah, absolutely. I think that at least two of you also assisted. So everybody's keeping their fans, but all of the rest of your weapons are getting stowed away in the cargo. Can I keep my uh, string? It's attached to my buzzack. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You untie your buzzacks from your string and put your buzzacks in. 
Oh, I have to untie it? I can't just, like, trail the string around? <laughs> I see what you're trying to do there. Wait, were you trying to keep it on there? Yeah. I want to be able to summon it if I have to. <laughs> what, through, like, seven train carriages? <laughs> yeah. Just eviscerating passengers all along the way. If you want to leave your string, like, attached to it, 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 it won't be, you won't be able to, like, stay connected to your string. Oh, okay. Fine. I, yeah, I'll give it up then. I give it a little kiss, put it in the, the crate. The string in the crate? <laughs> uh, yeah, both. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, you do that. So you guys are in the sleeper car, which is the second car uh, from the engine. So the sleeper car has two floors to it. Uh, you guys are on the bottom, and we'll just call train orientation, right? So you're the frontmost car, or the frontmost room in there. The room's not super nice. It's got two kind of queen beds, queen bunk beds, so you guys are going to have to share. Uh, there's like a small table in there, uh, two chairs. Queen-sized bunk beds? Yep, queen-sized bunk beds. <laughs> That's Listen, awesome. I wanted you guys to have to share. <laughs> we got to share. Uh, you kind of have like a map of the train. So for the listener's sake, I'll say in front of you is first class, which you have access to because you bought the sleeper car. You also have access to the first class. Then there's the sleeper car, which you are in. Then there's the cafe on the bottom floor of the next one. Dining is on the top floor of it. It also has beautiful views of the landscape as you drive past it. The next two cars are passenger cars. The next car is the quiet car. So if you need some peace and quiet, no crying babies allowed, you can go in there. And then there's a private car hooked up. And then in the very back, there's cargo. And now you guys are in the train and in your sleeper car. It starts to go... Thanks for boarding the Olaspis Express. We have a three-day journey to Everfalls. There will be one stop in Jarburg, and then uh, about a day from there to Everfalls. Thank you for riding the Olaspis Express. Have a great trip. Hey, Jarburg, that's my old stomping grounds. I almost died there. Yeah, what happened? Oh, it was a giant skag. Ugh. Melted pancake and almost melted me. But yeah, cool. I don't know. There was an asshole vault hunter who saved me and wanted all my money. Nah. <laughs> bullshit, bullshit. <sighs> We've all been there. What time of day is it? Uh, this would be around dinner time. Well, I vote we go to the cafe slash dining car and get some dinner as it's around dinner Booze. time. Booze. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with a liquid lunch, but it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Is everybody going to the cafe dining? You are more than welcome to split the party and do whatever you want. Uh, I'm okay going. Bailey, are you hungry? Yes, I'm hungry. I'm following the party. The four of you all go to the cafe. It's got a bar on one end, and then there's a very long counter that faces one of the sides, so you can look out the window while you eat and drink. It's not super nice food. Uh, immediately to your left, there are stairs that go up and there's a little sign that says 
dining room upstairs. That's where you you would know that you would get like nicer food that could, you know, give you a little recharge. This guy doesn't have a shirt on. Oh yeah, okay, here, I'll describe what you see. I'll describe the patrons that you see when you enter the cafe. There is a soldier looking guy that is the closest to you, drinking alone, uh, looking out the window. Uh, a little bit further down, there's a guy talking to the bar. one of the bartenders. There's two bartenders. One of them's a, a good-sized orc. He's a little chunky, more than muscular. Uh, the other's a gnome that is mixing drinks. And then at the very far end, there is a very beefy psycho wearing uh, overalls, and he is kind of loud and obnoxious. Uh, the, you can tell, like, even the bartenders are, like, a little bit annoyed, and you just hear him rambling across the, the car. Well, I'm going to go to the bar and order a drink. I'm actually still on full health, so I don't need any fancy food for a recharge. Okay, well, there are drinks that you can have to give you bonuses. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to pick up the, the drinks menu then. So are you going to the gnome that's, like, mixing drinks? Yeah, I figured he would, if he's the drinks cocktail mixery person, he'd probably be the one to go for, right? Yeah, that sounds good. What can I get you, sir? Well, I just need to look at the menu first. Not fucking psychic, are we? No, no, <laughs> you aren't. Give me uh, three D10s. Oh, actually, everybody roll one D10. Six. Eight. Also six. Four. Today's specials are the QUA, which gives you a damage mod of plus two on range attacks for the rest of the encounter. We've got the Drub Soda, activate your action skill for free. And then we've got a Cream Kapow, gain extra melee attack each turn for the rest of the encounter. I'll have a kill you, eh, please? How much is it? Ten gold. Awesome. Thanks, mate. He starts mixing it, doing tricks as he's doing it, you know, flipping the bottles and, and then puts it down in front of you. Which you can just store in your flask if you want to. We'll say there's two copies, right? So you drink one now, it has no effects, but then you get like a little a little shot glass size one that you store for later. Okay, cool. Otherwise, what's the point of ordering a drink here, right? Role playing. Role playing! <laughs> I want one of those uh, melee, the, the, what was it called? The smashy, punchy drink? The cream of kapow. Yeah, cream kapow. Yep, here you go. Uh, he mixes together a couple of liquids. A lot of it is different looking milks. Uh, and then hands it over to you. Thank you, sir. I would like the one with the action skill for free. Of course, the, uh, the drub soda. Here you go. He goes to one of the things, the taps, pours it out. It's just some seltzer type thing. He mixes in a few other ingredients. Doesn't shake it or anything. It just sits there and it kind of has this cool lava lamp effect. Ooh. And these all cost 10 gold, so. Oh, yeah. Oh. I guess I'll pay uh, for it. I just man, I thought it was uh, included with the uh, first class ticket. No, you don't get free drinks. Unless you're in the first oh, class oh. area. <laughs> one, of the, one of these days, we're going to get free drinks. Mark my words. <laughs> this is also going in my review, by the way. <laughs> it's all used to be included in the ticket price, and now they're starting to upcharge for everything. Things that used to be free. 
Well, if you're first class, you can go to the first class cabin and they'll give you some for free. Not anything like I make here, though. I just turned a little hick. <laughs> it's a hick goblin. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gnome, not a goblin, you fucking racist. No, uh, I wasn't going to say anything, but thank you for correcting him. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, I, feel, I feel like a right asshole now. So uh, what about you, big boy? Did you want something? Whoa, how does he know your name? Your name's Big Boy? You know, it's close enough. Uh, you know what? I'll pass. I'm not I'm not buying into your capitalist scheme. <laughs> hey, that's okay. I respect that. The psycho that's kind of behind you that's been kind of rambling to himself turns to you and says, Oh, a fellow psycho. Oh, yeah, you got, you got it right, mate. You, gee, willikers. <laughs> you don't want any of this, Will. Cockney psycho. You want some proper moonshine, don't you, boyo? That's right. Finally, somebody who speaks my language. Well, I've got some moonshine that will knock you on your ass, I do. And he holds up this uh, glass container. All right, I'll try some. Open your mouth. Just going to, like, throw it at me from across the room? Yep. (laughs) Okay. But that's how we do it. We're psychos. We both are, and we got it. You all get. You get it. How you get it? And he pats the bottom of his bottle, and the stream of moonshine goes shooting across the room. Roll an interact check to see if you can catch the moonshine in your mouth. Uh, that's uh, well, that's not too bad. It's an eleven. You get a good amount in your mouth. Uh, some of it splashes down your, like, chin and onto your chest. Wets your tie-dye skag shirt a little bit. Not the first time this has happened. <laughs> boy, we got, we got wet t-shirt good boy up in here. <laughs> <laughs> Clings to your muscular pectorals. Uh, but it, it tastes pretty good to you. It's really strong, which is all you care about. It, t- it kind of tastes like acetone. Oh, okay. Good. I'm, I'm into it. That's good stuff. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Fuel the blood rage, right? Yeah. That's how this should really be. Instead of having to upcharge or pay all the upcharges, it should be like this. Free and bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got you back. And then he just goes back to mumbling to himself. So, uh... How do you feel after that uh, spot of moonshine there? I feel about the same as I usually do. I'm always a little bit wasted. I don't think we've talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have. I don't think we've ever mentioned. Right, I'm going to ask the gnome, what do people do for fun on this train? I guess that uh, some people go up... And they'll just eat some food, they'll take in the views, they take the time to get some work done. Uh, you know, there's not a, a whole lot to do, I suppose. You know what we could do? We could sneak into the cargo hold and get all our guns back. But why? They're going to give us them back in three days anyway. It's not like we need them. Mm. What could possibly no, we'll go probably... wrong on a three-day turn journey? We'll probably be fine, but it could be, you know, it could be fun, a little adventure. I don't know. I'm just thinking of something to do. You could always play drinking games. <laughs> yes, we could. <laughs> How do we play drinking games? Do we have to like roll against each other? Yes, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> okay, on the spot, we're making up a drinking game. Uh, Every time an NPC's accent changes, take a drink. 
<laughs> That's for you, listener. That's for you, audience. <laughs> they will be wasted within minutes. <laughs> oh, I love it. I can't give you too much shit because I only have to remember one accent and it's my normal speaking voice. <laughs> I'm just bad at accents anyway. <laughs> and memory. No, well, no, no. No. Um, yeah, okay, let's do a drinking game. All right, let's, let's see. You have, to, oh, let's, we could do like an I've never in character. Ooh, never have I ever. Yeah. How does this game work again? I forget. You just say a thing that you've never done. And if anyone else has done it, they have to drink. Don't they? Yes. Are we going to keep track of how wasted everyone gets? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will be wonderful. It'll be number of, sh- you know, you're doing shots at this point. So every time you do it, you have to take a shot if you've done something. Should we, like, roll a d20 to see who goes first? Roll initiative. Initiative. Roll a little... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a mess. Mercurius is already proper drunk. Yes. I woke up this way. I rolled an 18. 16. I got a 13. Got a 9. Okay, that's the order. Kimmy, you're first. Okay. Never have I ever shot at a skag while intoxicated. <laughs> drink. No, have I? Probably. I'm going to drink that one. Uh, define intoxicated. Because no, we were just saying, you're like always a little bit faded, right? Oh, no, that's true. That, right, that's canon. Okay, yeah, I'll drink. <laughs> <laughs> that's canon, yeah. yeah. I'll buy that. I'll buy that as canon. Never have I ever taken the credit for a find that wasn't mine. Drink. <laughs> what, does he, what, do he, what does he mean by that? What are we implying? <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm the best vault hunter in the whole world, right? <laughs> I have heard. I have heard. I don't think I've ever taken credit for a find that wasn't mine. I don't think I have either. That seemed like an awfully pointed... Pointed one. I was like, who's he getting after? Who did that? Which one of us is an asshole? <laughs> him. It's him. And then it was him. He took the drink. <laughs> oh. Good boy. Did you do have you done that? Uh I don't think so. Never have I ever actually scored with a robot. <laughs> <laughs> you guys too? <laughs> Nobody tricked. No one has scored with a robot. Okay, that was a bad one. I'll think of a better one next round. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Never have I ever thrown up on my opponent in a bar fight? I feel like that's the kind of thing that Tarquin would have done, so I'm going to (laughs) drink. Yeah, that's fair. You might not be able to remember the specific occasion, but... Mercurius, you too? Well, me? I don't think so. I didn't drink, no. Okay, Phelion, did you... No, I'm classy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Phelion is good and sober still. <laughs> Wait, which which part of that is the the unclassy part? Is it the bar fight or throwing up? The throwing up. I didn't throw up. But I okay. have participated in the bar fight. So do I drink? You have? Not in real life, but in... <laughs> in, in, right, in character, right. In character. I'm not that cool. You take like a half a sip because you're like, well, I've been in a bar fight, so I'm going to count that because I'm not drinking enough. 
I'm taking one I'm, shot. Yeah. Take a half a shot. And I've thrown up on an opponent in a fight, so I'll take half a shot too. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't more fight. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Never have I ever burned something down for fun. I drink. <laughs> I take a drink too, and so does Pigeon. Pigeon. <laughs> That's pretty much all Pigeon does, get infused with fire and burn stuff. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know he enjoyed it so much. What about Good Boy? You've got that uh, burn baby burn skill. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I probably should take a drink on that too. <laughs> <laughs> so Mercurius is the only one that didn't drink? Yeah, I don't, I don't play with fire that much. Not much of a pyromaniac. Okay. Well, I did used to have that uh, flamethrower. That was fun. I'll drink on that one, yeah. I missed that flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> Never have I ever... Uh, let's see, who do I want to get drunk? Never... <laughs> Never have I ever fallen into a meat well. <laughs> <laughs> that was a low blow. <laughs> I'm very sensitive about that, but I'm not as sensitive about that as I am about the time that a bucket almost killed me. <laughs> <laughs> Never have I ever broken the fourth wall, and I'm drinking on that one. Oh, man, I have to drink on that one too, I think. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good Boy takes it as literally breaking four walls down. <laughs> um, never have I ever almost killed someone because their voice changed a little bit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then I take two yeah. drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have on that one. I've gotten upset, but I don't know if I have. can't remember. I was going to say, I threatened to kill him, but that was just because I didn't like him. It had nothing to do with his voice. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know his voice before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and Phaleon never liked Post Malone. Yeah, Lamp Post Malone was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, don't, don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> Tell, tell us how you really feel. He was the worst character of this whole thing. <laughs> and he's here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, no. Guess who it is, guys? I'm here. There's a bar. You're seven years old. Man, Post Malone's performing on the train. <laughs> I feel like I've never pretended to be Mercurius. But oh, God, I all wish of you. that happened, though. <laughs> would have been so good Ugh. never have I ever pretended to be Mercurius drink yeah I have to drink on that one too do I have to drink on that one I feel like I kind of do <laughs> I pretended to be myself I'm just pretending to be me well you specifically said Mercurius so this could imply that Mercurius is not his real name but yeah who, who names their kid Mercurius ladies and gentlemen meet Leonard <laughs> Never have I. Oh, I don't know. It's tough, isn't it? Never have I ever been in love, or you know, like never have I ever yeah. 
uh, been betrayed by a loved one, something like that. I don't know. You know, like they're different. That's that's a really good. Yeah, that's good <clears throat> questions. Now we're getting deep. We're drunk enough to start getting all like touchy feely about it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> if we if we're drunk enough to get all touchy feely, right, guys? Never have I ever used sexist jokes to hide my own insecurity. <laughs> oh. oh. Drink. Oh. <laughs> oh, poor Tarky B. Well, I don't know what you got to be so insecure about. You're the greatest vault hunter on Elaspis, right? I guess I get it, though. It's a lot of pressure. Carrying That's a lot of weight true. on your shoulders. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just easier to, to pick on to pick on the ladies rather than to admit that I've got a minus two talk bonus and I'm just <laughs> no good. <laughs> well, you know, maybe, maybe we could work on that. <laughs> I'm just like glaring at him. I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, all right. Uh, <laughs> then we can move on from that. <laughs> okay. So never have I ever been in love. And I'll drink on that one. Oof. I don't know. I feel like that'd be making a big character decision. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big character decision. I'm trying to root it out. I'm trying to get in there. I'll take half a drink. Kind Ooh. of. Ooh, that's spicy. I dump my drink out on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever that means. (laughs) I feel like that's an appropriate reaction. Never have I ever accidentally been elected mayor. (laughs) Now I take a drink. You have? You have? <laughs> That's pretty good stuff. You've got to tell us the story of that one, surely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. That's right. It served two terms. And with that, we'll go to bed. So everybody, you know, like, you guys keep drinking and random stuff, uh, singing songs, whatever. Dancing on the bar top. Woo! Let's go! Welcome to Somewhere in the Middle of the Episode, where we do ads. If you want to support us directly, we just started a coffee or Ko-Fi, and you can donate money, buy us badass tokens, if you will, so that we can do certain things like buy new music, buy artwork, buy new equipment or software. Everything you donate will go back into the show. So you can go to coffee.com slash FFAdventureCo. There's a link in the episode description if you want to support us directly. If you want to try Bunkers and Badasses for yourself, you totally should, and you should let us know how your adventures go. But first, you need the source book. So go to nerdvanagames.com and buy yourself a source book. If you enjoy listening to us, then go check out Bad Assets. Ian Moss, who has played Drake Wilson in our podcast, he is the BM over there, and he BMs for a great group of folks. They have great chemistry, and right now they are playing through the Assault on Dragon Keep, which is in the source book. It's really fun such a good group you can watch it on youtube and they have the actual battle maps and whatnot or you can listen wherever you podcast bad assets 
Some of the music this episode was done by myself, but that was the meh music. But the really good stuff was done by Kyle, and you can check out his music on YouTube at Mac Music. There's also that awesome ragtime song, and that was by Shar, who wrote that for our podcast. So thank you, Shar. You can follow them on Twitter at Shar13. Or you can follow them on TikTok, and they do a lot of really cool covers as well. And then you all wake up midday the next day, I'd say. You know, you stayed up way too late drinking, not eating enough. Uh, everybody can recover all their health. Everybody roll an interact check. Not 20, baby. <laughs> Let's go. You are, you feel sober. You are great. No hangover. Years of practice. Got me a <laughs> dirty 20. I got a six. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> fucked. Phaleon <laughs> yeah. is not used to drinking that much. Three shots? No, I took five. Okay, okay. All right, yes, you are proper drunk. You gotta take into account like body mass index and how much of your body is made of metal. <laughs> uh, pigeon but all evening she was like one for me one for pigeon oh that's me as well one for me. <laughs> is pigeon old enough to drink yes yes <laughs> he drinks nectar me adult hummingbird that's right uh, mercurius you're like you're a little bit hazy even with a dirty 20 because I was keeping track of your drinks so Oh hell yeah. <laughs> Even at a twenty, you're like you're you're almost there. You're just, you know, a little rough. Oh hell yeah. Uh good boy. Uh I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. <laughs> you're completely inebriated still. I filled up a bathtub with champagne and slept in that. <laughs> <laughs> Soaked it into the pores. <laughs> Yeah, you guys wake up midday to the train, like, jostling there at Jarberg. Welcome to Jarberg, if this is your final destination. Thanks for riding the Alaskas Express. Uh, we hope you'll ride with us again one day. If you're joining us next stop, it will be in a day that ever falls. Enjoy your ride. And there's, you know, a little commotion as people get off and on, but eventually... Everything settles, and the train is back on route. You guys have just pretty much woken up. You've been awake maybe 15 minutes, 15, 30 minutes. Ugh. How's everyone feeling? How are we doing? It hurts to live. As the most sober, I'm going to just go next door to the cafe, get a jug of water, and bring it back for you. Oh, what a pal. How sweet. What a guy. Yeah. Gotta stay hydrated in these difficult times, guys. Yeah, you go and you grab the water. Hillbilly, or that uh, hillbilly psycho is still drinking there, his moonshine. And the it's the same staff as the night before. Wow, you guys are on a long shift. Yeah, we work 12 hours each. I just started this shift. Oh, that's nice. Anyway, thanks for the water. Bye! Bye. The big orc, as you leave, says... If you're wanting to sober up, they serve breakfast all day. You can get some greasy eggs upstairs. Oh, thanks, sir slash madam. Uh, I will recommend that to my comrades. Yeah, you go back. 
give everyone some water. Hey guys, there's um dirty breakfast upstairs in the dining car if you fancy it. Oh hell yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Yes, Let's please. There's one greasy eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Table for four, please, Garcon. <laughs> yeah, you guys go up. The server up there says, sit wherever you like. I'm going to sit on the middle table that's already got three people at it. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) You guys go upstairs. She tells you to sit wherever you want. There are three tables that are lined up, kind of misaligned. uh, And then there are three tables against the wall that look out so that you could have a nice view uh, as you pass by. But both sides have big glass windows. It's a glass ceiling and... It's it's just uh, it's a pretty view of desert all around you. Uh, you guys go and sit at the furthest table, so the table most back. Uh, as you do it, you pass on your right. There's two soldier type guys sharing war stories, uh, and then there's a table with two people on it. One of them's a female. She looks like she's like ex-military disheveled hair, button-up shirt, half-tucked. She's got this real cocky smile, and as Phaleon walks by, she gives like a little bit of a nod and a wink. Oh, you've scored! <laughs> I double wink back. Whoa! Wait, is that a blink <laughs> or like <laughs> winking twice? No, it's like one wink and then take a break, other eye, and then a wink. Oh, so it's like one right eye wink, left eye wink. Yeah. Ooh. The man next to her is wearing like a dust a duster jacket, it has a cowboy hat, spurs on, has a crow sitting on his shoulder. He laughs at it and kind of hits the girl and says, Oh, Hurley, you got you you dog. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you've pulled. You should go talk to her. Uh, maybe I should sober up just a little bit. Well then it won't be as fun. the server comes up what can i get y'all greasy eggs please cheese babies and a hot boy and ham ham dancers ah the hangover special gotcha yes please number he uh he knows how to mix a drink doesn't he hell yeah so she goes back into the kitchen and you can hear the two people at the closest table they're talking you hear the cowboy looking one saying things like, now we don't got to kill him. All we've got to do is we just need to get the Echo Stone. Yeah, but killing him would be kind of fun though, right? No, we don't do that. Remember, we're, we're not bad people. We're vault hunters. We just, we just go and we get the job done. And then the server comes and interrupts you guys, you know, from hearing anything more. Uh, she puts down some eggs, some... Greasy bacon, sausage. There's a drink that looks absolutely disgusting and green. Chunky. Mmm. Hey, serving lady. Yes. Are you, do you do a 12-hour shift like everyone else? Yes, we do. So how, how long have those two at that table been here? What else can you tell us about them? Oh, they just came uh, this just barely. They came oh. from Jarberg. You're helpful. Fuck off then. No tip for you. No ten percent. Oh. No, have a nice day. Get in the bin. Wow. Ten percent. She picks up your plate and spits on the food and puts it back down in front of you. I'm going to pick up a greasy egg and I'm going to rub it in the back of her head. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is escalating. I like it. Okay, yeah, yeah. She just walks away, upset. Ha, <laughs> pussy. <laughs> you ruined her day. Oh. I just like turn like, what the hell, dude? She just started a whole 12 hour shift. Now she's got to spend like 11 and a half hours covered in egg. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Let my temper get away with me there. Real quick, is because you did this also. Well, you did the 10% tip. Is 10% tip a good tip in the UK? Um, I don't know. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Is it? We do like 15. Yeah, it's like 15 to 20% here in America. 20 plus. Wow. No, we, well, like, tipping, we're not really a, because, like, you guys pretty much have to, don't you? Do you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we, we don't. Because, like, servers and stuff don't get a good wage. I'm, like, super against tipping, but I do it, of course, and I try to tip well. But also, restaurants should just pay their employees what they're worth and give them benefits and then charge it, charge the customers more. Like, I would gladly pay, you know, $15 for my eggs and sausage and not have to tip. Yeah, I guess it would all kind of come out in the wash, really. Yeah. Because if they had to pay their employees more, then the food would cost more and it's like, oh, you're still paying the same amount of money for the same amount of food. At sixes, I I always tip too much because I'm bad at math. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. All right, so now that that tipping etiquette is over... uh... (laughs) This is the part of the podcast where we talk about tipping etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> the woman stands up from her table and moves over, drags her chair over to you, and sits on it backwards, right? Like straddles the back of the chair and folds her arms on the back and smiles at you, Phelion, and says, Hey, sugar, what uh, what brings you here? Oh, hey, we're just going to Everfalls? Uh, that makes sense. That's where the train's heading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A little bit of sass. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, smart mouth, is it? It's a smarter mouth than that entire brain you've got. Um, all I'm saying is I've still got one egg left on my plate, darling. Bring it on, bitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what's great is she doesn't take damage when she says that. <laughs> I'm also going to fold my arms and just go, hmm, and just... <laughs> More of a pouting fold rather than a charming fold. Yes, total pout. I've suddenly become preoccupied with out of the window. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what's taking you to Everfalls? Um, We just have some things to do. What what are you doing? What's your plan? Uh, I'm Hurley, by the way. Nice to meet you. I'm Phelion. Phelion? I don't care about the rest of them. Okay, but this is Mercurius, and this is Good Boy. Good job. I know oh. now. I know you know their names. Uh, okay, I take back my double wink. Oh, I, I'm just <laughs> downgraded to single wink status. Whoa! <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I, I'm just taken aback by you and your beauty. You know these these background characters. I don't really care about. I guess I can though. You know if that if it's that important to you, I will care about them. <laughs> well, wow. yeah, this is Jebediah. He's my background. You don't need to worry about him. But him and I, we, you know, we're vault hunters. It looks like you are. I mean, it's not you know, most sirens seem to get into the vault hunting gig. Is Everfalls where you're heading, or uh, is there something along the way that you're looking for? 
Um, like we're going to Everfalls. I don't know where else it'll take us, but that's our first destination. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Jebediah and I, we we're here on a little mission, so but nothing you need to worry about. But I'd love to buy you a drink. Uh, what's your mission? I'd like to know more about your mission. Oh, that's kind of you to offer to help, darling. But you know, Jeb and I got it. We're a good team. Okay. Well, I wasn't really offering to help. I just wanted to know more about it. Oh, ooh. Oh, okay. All right. There's some fancy, fancy lawyer from Jarburg that's here. And, uh, you know, we just need to steal his, steal something from him. That's all. Hmm. Interesting. And Jebediah turns around and says, Hurley, you can't be telling people what we're doing. You know that I love the ladies and that I, you know, look at her. She's not going to hurt what we're doing here, are you? I just like blush. You can visibly see my blushingness. <laughs> see, she's harmless. He turns around kind of upset and puts his hat down like, Hurley, you always do this. Gonna mess it up again. Well, I better get back to Jebediah here. You know, he's, he's getting real fussy, I guess. So, but hey, it was nice meeting you, Phaleon. Uh, good boy and Mercurius, great meeting you. And hey, uh, Tarquin. Well, and she flips your plate up at you and the egg lands right in your face. <laughs> wow. Well, I was going to eat it anyway, so thanks. Give me a favor. I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just as... She leaves. A one-armed guy comes out. He's got a robotic arm, right arm. Uh, he comes out, and he's wielding a cleaver, and he looks at Tarquin. I hear you like putting eggs in waitress's hair and tipping low. Yeah. And? Are we going to have a problem? No. Are you going to tip? Yeah, I'll tip. I'll tip my other fucking egg on her. Oh. He slams his cleaver down into the table. Listen, you little it's punk. It's your own table, mate. You've just damaged your own table. So my hash browns. That doesn't bother me. My- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to cut this guy's hash browns into smaller pieces to help him eat it better. Oh, sorry. Excellent service. I, I apologize. You better watch your back, okay? If you mess with the staff here, you mess with all of us. Noted. That means that we can get we can cut off your drinking supply. <laughs> No! <laughs> All right. Now, are you going to apologize to her, or are we going to have a problem? Yeah, I'll apologize to her. She comes out. Hello, um, my young friend there. I'm sorry that I put egg in your hair. Where I come from, that is a term of endearment. As you can tell from my accent, I'm not like these other folk. It was just a cultural misunderstanding. <laughs> Roll a talk check. <laughs> oh, 18. Okay, now that I understand, you know, no no harm, no foul. Thank you. It looks like somebody you're, gave you egg welcome. back, so, you know, I, I understand. Yeah, that, that was another person from my same culture, you see? That's just what we do. Okay, well, uh, and enjoy your meal. Let me know if there's anything else you need. Okay, thanks, bye. Those two vault hunters get up and they leave. So you guys, uh, I'm a fancy lawyer from Jarburg. But it can't be you thereafter, because they would have recognized you, right? Uh, if they were any good, but I don't know, they might be just shit vault hunters. But they were talking about taking an echo stone off you. You don't have an echo stone, like anything useful that they need, do you? I shouldn't. Do you? 
I mean, I got an Echo Stone. I got you guys' contact information. TripAdvisor. <laughs> <laughs> I got Duolingo. I'm trying to learn Skag. Nice. Um, hmm. Yeah, are they, like, I don't know any other fancy lawyers from Jarburg. It's a pretty small town. But before that... Maybe it is someone else. They were arguing about whether they were going to kill them or not. Oh, yeah, I'd like to see them try. Maybe when I'm a little more sober. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, um, right. Phelion. Yes. Hurley obviously has taken a liking to you. I think that is our way... Like, if you followed her, maybe they would react better to you than, I don't know, let's say, me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. It's weird, isn't it? So strange. But I think... I think you've got this. You are our way in to find out more information about what their secret mission is. Okay. I'll try and find her. Maybe we'll get drinks. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, you get up, leave the dining car, go downstairs, and you happen to see her right at the bar, just sitting by herself. I walked up to her. She sees you come over and says, I was hoping you'd follow, and puts a drink down by you. Yeah, I just wanted to get to know you more. Oh, well, that's awful kind of you. What do you want to know? I'm really interested, to be honest, about this warrior person that you're looking for. And maybe we could help, or I could help. You know, I've never worked with a siren. There's not a lot of you, and I I think that would be kind of fun. So tell me more. Well, there's a private car that's hooked up, and he got on from Jarburg, real fancy type. He's got this echo that is... Uh, it's, it's like his black book, right? It's got all of his contacts, all his criminal contacts. And so my employer, let's say, they want that book because they're, they're a bit of like a connections maker and they think they can use that book to, or that Echo Stone to, to make some connections and, and expand their network. Oh. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people are going to be after this Echo Stone. So it's kind of important that, uh, you know, we keep it on the down low. Okay, I won't tell anyone. But I also have some more questions, some follow-up questions. Did he only get on and Jarberg, or did he get on from another stop? No, he got here on Jarberg. Me, me and my partner, Jebediah, we followed him in, uh, and we saw him go into his private car. It's, it's the second of the back, so... We've got no weapons, but I don't know. We might need to go and break in and grab our weapons, or uh, we may just try and take him. We haven't decided yet, because we don't necessarily want to kill him or anything. Well, well, at least Jebediah says we shouldn't kill him, uh, but we should get that. We just need to steal it. Okay. Do you have a plan? I mean, we we kind of are the winget type. Uh, Jebediah is more of the planner. I'm more of the, you know, actioner. He's got a plan, I'm sure. Okay. Now is I've got a question for you. Okay. Are you single? Perhaps. I like you. It's a good answer. She takes a drink. I have a question, though, outside of this. Yes, yes. Are we in the second cart behind? I'm pretty sure that's a totally different guy. Okay, that's what I was thinking. She said the private cart, didn't she? So that's, there's one that's labeled private car down at the back. Yep, it goes first class, sleeper, cafe, passenger, passenger, quiet car, private car, cargo. Okay. So we're like, we're hooked up via Echo Stone, so we're like in the loop too, right? Yeah, I was going to say, but I didn't have a chance to like, could I put them like on speaker silently? 
or something. Yeah. Okay. Yes. When are you going to get this guy? Get his book, his Echo Stone. I think that the best time to do it would be when we go through the tunnel. There's probably like an hour, two hour long tunnel ride and we'll be cut off from all communication in there. You know, echo stones don't work in there. So he couldn't communicate out and it's a little bit darker. So we're thinking that's the time to hit. That's a good plan. I like that plan. Are you in? Um, maybe. Let me think on it. All right, just, you know, don't tell those other three folk you're with, you know, this is, I'm cutting you in on this. I'll cut you in, give you 500 gold. Okay. Ooh. But if you cut those other people in, you know, that 500 doesn't split into four more people. That doesn't work, so, or three more people. I mean, it could. Yeah, we'd all end up with a really, like, ugly amount of gold. It wouldn't be a nice even number. (laughs) (laughs) No, it, it can't. It won't. Okay, it's fine. We'll just cut them out. You know, you're better without them. You you got me. You've got me, Hurley. Trust me, I'll take care of you. Or maybe you'll take care of me. You look like you can hold your own. Wink. <laughs> Do you know when we hit the tunnel? Uh, it should be in like an hour and a half or so. Okay, I think I think I'm in. Perfect. Meet us at the cargo car in an hour. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Wink. Ooh, she fans her face. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then you guys continue to drink for a little bit, and then she parts ways and say, I'll see you in an hour. Okay, see you then. I'm really glad they weren't trying to kill me, because I like to be alive. Do you have any idea (laughs) who it could be, Mercurius? Like any other lawyers that you know from Jarbeck? You know, it's been a while. It's been such a long time. And we were never, like, that close. I only had one good friend in law school, and I don't, I don't really want to talk about it. Uh, hey, give me an insight check, actually, Mercurius. Oh, okay. 16. You could think of a couple of possible uh, lawyers that, like, you know by reputation type thing. But you you couldn't narrow it down to, like, one specific one that fits the bill. Okay, yeah, so there's, like, old Steezy with the gimpy leg and... uh Carlton Phil. <laughs> there's some, yeah, there's some options. It could be one of these guys. I don't know. They might know who you are if you met them. What I'm thinking is we've got an hour or so until we hit this tunnel. We know they're making their move when we hit the tunnel. Why don't we just try and steal the book in the hour and a half before we get to the tunnel? And then we can gazump them for the reward money. <laughs> That's devious. I mean, we got nothing else to do but just drink ourselves stupid. But, but, do we want to mess up Kimmy's, uh, Steez? I mean, who's Kimmy? I don't know anyone named Kimmy. We don't, do we want to mess up Phaleon's Steez with this, uh, this whole rapport she's got going? I think it's fine. I think we can just, I don't really care. We can go to that that private car. I'm not that invested. Or, we warn him that they are coming to steal his book and we offer to protect him for a price of more than 500 gold. Ooh, you are a shrewd businessman. Although they did say, Hurley did say that it was a book full of criminal contacts, right? But no, then he's a lawyer. I don't know. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? Do we want to help him or do we want to screw him over? He's a lawyer. He's definitely a bad guy. What vibe did you... You were there face to face, Phelion. What what vibe did you get? I feel like he's not a very good guy, whoever this person is. 
but I'm not sure. Hmm. If he's got a book full of criminal contacts, maybe there's some contacts in there that might be useful to us. Because, right, these, these siren disciples, well, Nettie was one of them, and we know she's a criminal. Maybe there's others that have criminal ties that we can get some dirt on from this book of information. I think that's a good idea. I think we should try and get it ourselves. Yeah, I vote we try and get it before we get to the tunnel. Okay. I agree. I'm down. I feel a little bad for screwing over a fellow Vault Hunter, but not that bad. Yeah, that's what we do. She was mean to me. <laughs> she was mean to Tarquin. <laughs> he was exercising such good self-control. <laughs> he put egg in that waitress's face. <laughs> okay, uh, we go downstairs and we start heading back through the passenger cars, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get our weapons or should we just go for it? Our weapons are in the cargo bay, right there next to the private car. But we've got our fans. I was just going to say, like, the two options. Do we want to, yeah, get the weapons and go in guns blazing, or do we want to try and do it the sneaky way? I was thinking, you know, maybe Mercurius, as a Jarberg lawyer, you could just get an audience with this person and do some lawyer schmoozing and try and, like, pickpocket him or something. Yeah, schmiggity schmooze. You could be like, hi, I'm Mercurius. I remember you from the Mendelssohn case. And he'll be like, yeah. oh, the yes, whatever. <laughs> the Schmiz, the, the, yeah, the Schmendelson, of course. How did you know about the Schmendelson case? <laughs> I read. All those twisted corpses. Oh, <laughs> horrible. It was, um, you know, Vec was number three on uh, Alaspis' greatest fails. The Schmendelson case, I think, was number five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never before have so many members of a jury been mutilated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hate to see it, you know, but that's a last bit law for you. Well, okay, to get to the cargo, we have to go through the private car anyway, right? So, right, kind of. I, what do you mean, kind of? Do you guys want to start making your way over there? Yeah, yeah. You can make the decision once you get to the private car. So you start walking through the first passenger car. I love the upholstery. So nice. Nice red cushion chairs. Uh, There's like a couple talking about how excited they are to go see the world's faucet. I'm so excited, honey, to finally see the world's faucet at Everfalls. I've heard so much about it. And then you guys... What was she saying? She wants to go see a faucet, like a tap. Do you say that to them? Uh, Like interrupt their conversation? Yes. Oh, did you mention the world's largest faucet, madam? Oh, no, not not the world's largest faucet. I guess you could kind of say it's that. It's, that's the whole thing of Everfalls is that it has this gem where it makes it constantly rain in a certain area. And it fills up a lake and rivers flow out from there, providing water all over Alaspis. Oh, my God. It sounds so lush. It's like Alaspis's faucet, the world's faucet, oh. providing water for everyone. Isn't that sweet? I'm super excited to see it. <laughs> huh i don't think you're sincere but you know we're excited we've been saving up for years to make this trip oh is this a special occasion are you on your honeymoon anniversary type thing anniversary yeah our 18th oh, anniversary that's so sweet and your husband must be enjoying it because he's got wood <laughs> <laughs> this plank is my life's work <laughs> oh i've been carving it for 20 years started what as a tree and what are you making? You know, sometimes you just got to feel the wood. You just got to <laughs> listen to the wood, and <laughs> yeah, it tells you, you what what it needs to be and where it needs to go. Oh. 
Okay, bye. Well, you're crazy. <laughs> he keeps it in bed too. It's annoying. Wow. Okay, I don't need to hear about that. <laughs> you walk into the next passenger car. Walking through it, there's like this goblin and a soldier type looking guy who were just talking about uh, their day, the weather, how nice it looks outside. Small talk. Uh, you go into the quiet car. Few people hanging about in there. One of them looks a little more armored than the rest, like a, a heavier armor. Uh, looks like they're like battle ready type thing, but she's just sitting there reading a book quietly. Do you reckon she could be like a bodyguard or something? What the what book are you reading there? Shh. Puts her finger to her mouth, we'll shushes you. Car. My bad, I'm an asshole. <laughs> what book are you reading there? It's about minding your own business, all right? Oh, I love that one. That's a good one. Okay, bye. It's a rom-com, okay? Okay, okay. okay. That's fine. It's totally fine. Sorry I asked. It's okay. Just, I want to read. Bye. Bye. Enjoy that is story. really fucking annoying when you're trying to read a book on a plane or something and someone's like, hey, blah, 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 blah. So I get it. Yeah, just let her read in peace, okay? Okay, so you... Get to the private car section, and there's like a pathway around the main car part. So really, you're kind of exposed as you walk around it. There's the door. You can't see inside the car at all. But this is how they walk past the private car without having to like walk through the middle of it. Mm. I see. And as you walk past it, you can see somebody behind the car behind the cargo car even, is riding on a Saurian, and they're just galloping towards it. You can kind of make out, like, black hair. You think you see, like, a little bit of a glow coming from their arm. Uh, they get behind the train, and then you don't see them anymore. Oh, shit. I've seen cowboy movies before. <laughs> I, I think we need to get our guns. So a Saurian, for those that may not know or don't remember, is like a dinosaur-type creature bipedal, like a mini T-Rex or a chunky Velociraptor that you could ride. It's like Maurice. Yes, Maurice from Borderlands 3. I love Maurice. He's a good boy. Me too. I'm gonna knock on the door of the private car. Just through the door you hear, what is it? You know you're not supposed to disturb us. We're just letting you know, sir, that we are about four hours away from Everfalls. So, you know, we'll be arriving relatively shortly. Is there anything else you need for your journey? Nope, we got it all in here. Just leave us alone. Leave us be. Like you're supposed to. Okay, thanks. Bye. Damn it. I was hoping someone would open the door and we could get a quick peek inside. Also, if you notice, they've, they've got the only toilet on this train. <laughs> the other toilets are actually underneath the stairs because the stairs like go up um... and then over and then up again. And so it's like underneath the other side of the stairs. Always thinking. I legit had thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I to. I was going to say, just tell them that we need to use the toilet. <laughs> Excuse me, you have the only toilet on the train. We have been on here for two days. Can't hold it anymore. All right, so now what? Do you want to go into the cargo? Mm-hmm. You go into the cargo. There are shelves and shelves of bags and boxes and crates and various things. Uh, can we roll a search for our luggage? Yes. Yeah, you absolutely can. Does everybody want to search for luggage for their for their for your weapons? Yeah. God, I got a four. 
Uh, I only got 11. Seven. Got a nat 20. <gasps> hey, good boy, let's go. You do manage to find the box with your weapons in it. Good boy, while you're looking, you know, you saw that box too. You saw your precious string. It was calling to you. Uh, But you also managed to find a small health potion and 60 gold and a grenade. I found everybody else's stuff too and hit it, and that's why they can't find it. (laughs) (laughs) What a break, sir. Good find, guys. I got distracted by a butterfly that had flown in. Okay, yeah. So you guys all get your guns back, your equipment, and you hear a knock on the back door. Back of the cargo? Yeah, back of the cargo. That's going to be the the mystery rider. Should we let him in? It's probably another ball hunter. Mm, I'm sensing red flag. No one's going to be chasing after the train on a Saurian for a good reason, are they? It's not that they're like, oh no, I missed it. If you've got a fucking Saurian, just ride that. Seems they forgot their lunch. <laughs> hmm. I'm thinking, I don't know, do we maybe hide upstairs and see? Because then if they come through the door, we can drop down on them and surprise them if they're someone bad. I'm going upstairs. All right. I mean, I kind of I kind of want to see who it is. So that works for me. Yeah, you guys want to hide then? So you're going upstairs to hide and see if you can see who it is? Yeah. yeah. Roll sneak checks. I'm just going to collect them all together and make it like a group sneak check. Eight. Fourteen. Uh, Eighteen. Ooh, seven. Ooh, barely. You guys barely uh, succeeded. Nice. You got 47 total, and I put it at 46. (laughs) You can see from where you're hiding upstairs, just narrowly down there, you see the door just crumple up into this purple-blue orb and crunch in on itself. A little bit of frost forms around it and then drop down to the ground. And this lady in this black and white bodysuit, black hair kind of up in a, not like a bun, but kind of a badass looking bun, spiky, an eye patch on. And on her left arm is sleeveless and there is a blue tattoo on there glowing. Uh, and she comes walking through. She's holding a mini gun, and she looks around left and right. She's got to look a little bit further to the left because her eye patch is, you know, obscuring her view. Uh, and she walks through the cargo uh, car to the other side. And out. did you say she had full tattoos, full siren tattoos? Full siren tattoos. Okay, I didn't. There's no way we were going to be that lucky. And that Siren Queen follower was just going to show up on our train. No. Oh, yeah, so this isn't the... This is an actual Siren rather than Disciple. It was a real one, not a real fake Siren. Why did she knock on the door? Was she expecting someone to be there to open it for her then, do you think? Perhaps. She's got a accomplice. Somebody Maybe. working with her. She could just be really polite. She could be. <laughs> really polite train robber. Yeah, it'll, it could happen. I've seen Stranger Things. Hmm. Well, it hardly seems like our concern, unless... Oh my god, I've got a plan. Let's hear it. If we can somehow get to the other side of the private car, why don't we just, again, thinking back to all classic train robberies, why don't we just uncouple the carriage and just be like, (laughs) bye! (laughs) (laughs) Just leave them to it. Leave them to it. They can have it. On your Echo Stones, you all of a sudden hear Amir. Hello, my friends, my friends! 
I have gotten some great news. There is an excellent job opportunity for you. Kind of on a train at the minute, mate. I know, that's the great thing. This fancy lawyer from Jarberg got on never leaves Jarberg. And word is that he has this black echo stone that, uh, that he, he, I need this. This would up my business in, in just an insane amount. I mean, you, you guys have got to get this for me. Uh, okay. There might be some other Vault Hunters that are currently on the same mission. Not for you, I'm assuming. I've heard that some other companies are interested. Marcus, I know, sent somebody. And Adventure Book Inc. sent somebody. The people are all over this. I know that I'm, I got the information a little late because they didn't, you know, the word was traveling fast. This was a sudden thing. Yeah, good enough okay. for me. All I need is the Echo Stone. If you can get that, 2,000 gold. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay, plan. Okay. We go in there, we warn him and say, Oi, people are coming to steal your book. We act like we're on his side, we protect him from the others, etc. And then we turn on him at the end and steal his book. You hear heavy, heavy gunfire sounds coming from the private car. We're a little late. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think we should, we should just get down there, yeah. You go in there and you see the siren that you saw earlier shot down the door waving her thing in there her, her thing in there her minigun <laughs> this giant ass minigun she is smiling <laughs> oh I've got you now Grizz hand it over uh, can we chuck a grenade through the door and then slam the door shut again the door is definitely busted busted uh, busted busted as you approach the door let's say this siren lady gets kicked out of the door, so she flies in front of you, lands on the dirt. You see her crumple uh, and toss, you know, like bam, 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 as she bounces on the ground several times, and then her body dissolves. What, they killed her? Damn, you're dead? Yo, there she goes. And then as you look inside, you see the guard uh, was up inside this purplish bluish orb and he falls to the ground this giant orc uh, has his back turned he goes and he sits down at the bar and there's the, a gnome bartender in there a different gnome bartender racist <laughs> well they all look the same to me <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the guard gets up he goes sorry Grizz I didn't uh, what can you do against a siren, am I right? He says, well, thanks for taking one for the team. Hang on, I don't, uh, understand, I don't understand what's happened. The siren went in there, tried to shoot him. They killed the siren. So who are these people? What? We've got the bartender, the lawyer, and the guard, right? Is that it? Yep. Huh. Uh, should we... Well, they dispatched that siren mighty easily. They did. So do we shock and awe like she did and possibly get our asses whooped? Did I send Pigeon in there? Hmm. Perhaps. Well, I vote, I reckon we just go in there, because she was just one siren. There's only three of them, and one of them's a bartender. Yeah. So it's four on two, basically, provided that the lawyer's got any game. I reckon we stand a better chance than her. All right, so the four of you are just charging in. Can I throw a grenade in here to kick things off? Do it. I have one. Yes. Roll a sneak first. Here goes a sneak. It's an eight. <laughs> okay, the guard has stood up. He's looking at the door. 
saying, oh, I don't think this door is going to fit. And then you throw a grenade in and he plops down, reflexes so quick, throws it outside. That thing bounces on the ground and blows up. Dirt flying. Shit. <laughs> Shit, this guy's good. Yeah, we've lost the element of surprise. Oh, let's just get in there then. You might as well show yourselves. I know you're here. Yeah, hey, uh, how's it going? Uh, prepare to get fucked. The giant orc lawyer, you can see he's wearing this gold suit. Doesn't even turn around. He is paying you no mind. Mercurius rolling in sight. God damn, bad rolls. Um, eight? You're, you're not sure of anything, so. Come on in, you might as well all get in here. I heard multiple footsteps out there. Well, here's the thing. I've got a, um, a range of six on my combat rifle. I'd like to keep you at arm's length. I guess I could come in here and go over here. <laughs> You're like, you do what you need to do, all right? I want this to be a fair fight. I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, you you go inside and you see there's two really nice couches off to the left, kind of seated facing each other so that you could have little business meetings. There's a little tape, like a uh, coffee table. Uh, straight in front of you, there is a bar with the gnome behind it. He's mixing drinks. The lawyer is just sitting at the bar drinking, not even looking back at you guys. And then in the corner, there's like the bed area. There's the toilet. There's the bathroom to the right. So there you go. That's the inside of this private car. It's very nice, like very finely decorated, right? Like the couch is like red, but it's got like gold lined seams. And uh, the it's the nicest thing you've seen in this entire train that you've been in. Nice. Well, I'm going inside. I'm following Mercurius in. Well, you know, these guys seem more than capable of a fight, you know, putting up a good fight, but they're not exactly like super aggressive, at least not yet. The four of you enter the place. He pulls up his shield. He's got a mace in one hand. All right, let's start this. Roll initiative, suckers. Not 28. Oh, eight. Six. Uh, I got a four. Tarquin's the only one unshaken by this guy's confidence. I got distracted by the couch. Nice. Good boy, you go in and you immediately go and plop yourself down on the couch like, oh, that feels so nice. Watch TV. Nothing better than a solid gold couch. Well, it's not solid gold. It's like red, nice cushion, velvet, but it's got like gold lined seams, like gold thread. It's not a solid gold couch. Come on, son. It has salt. You know what? Fine. Fine. <laughs> All right, uh, Tarquin, you are up first. Cool. Um, first up, remind me what my um, Kilua does. The Kilua damage mod plus two on ranged attacks for the rest of the encounter. So plus two. Yeah, okay, I'm going to drink that. Glug, 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 glug. Then I am going to take shots at the... I guess we'll go for the guard, first of all. We'll go for a shot at the guard, which is he's still just out of three squares range. Oh, I got a nat one for accuracy. That's bad. (laughs) (laughs) You shoot and it hits the lawyer's drink and it spills and he taps the table. Doesn't even care. Doesn't look back at you. Taps the table and the gnome quickly makes him another drink and puts it in front of him. uh, And he goes back to drinking. First one's a warning, mate. Now it's the guard's turn. He's going to look at Mercurius, who's standing right in front of him, put the shield in front of him, and... (laughs) Oh no! I don't like that sound. 
bash at Mercurius, like full-on shield bash him. He does 20 points of damage, and he knocks you back two... Well, he knocks you back one space, but you tumble, and you're sliding... You're starting to, like, slide off of the car. Um, Give me an... Let's do traverse check. Okay, come on. Start rolling better. Good. It's a good one. It's 18. You manage to, like, grab onto the railing before you fall off and pull yourself up pretty quickly. All right. Uh, And then... He takes his mace in his hand and he throws it at Tarquin and he does 11 points of damage as the mace slams into your chest. There's a chain attached to it and he yanks the chain back and has the mace back in his hand at the ready. Hey, I know somebody who does a similar thing. Bet it's not as badass as that though. Oh, just you wait, friend. Okay, then it is Mercurius' turn. Is it? Shoot, I was hoping it'd be Good Boy after talking him up. (laughs) (laughs) Good Boy's last. He's still like, yeah, you like talk him up and he's just rolling on the couch like, oh, this is so nice. so fancy. Okay, I'm going to get in between this guy and Phaleon so that I can keep them in my aura. So I'm right next to him and shooting at him with the rare combat rifle. Accuracy of Jesus Christ. It's an at two. (laughs) Okay, three and three. Six damage. So he's seven. He holds up his shield. You shoot his shield. The you know it is a metal shield, so it does fourteen points of damage to his shield. Wow, that's wonderful. It's still looking fairly sturdy. It it like melts some of it down the front of it, so it's like thinner at the top, but now beefier at the bottom because the stuff melted lower. Aha! Uh-huh, now it's lower. Awkwardly distributed weight is going to throw you off next time. Phaleon, your turn. Okay, I'm going to try my SMG. I've never done it before, so I'm going to try. Got an accuracy of 17. So I have 11 points of damage, 12 points of damage, plus my shock. So 15 points of damage. Yep, you shoot. The electricity kind of sparks and and lashes out as it hits the soldier's shield. Uh, A little bit of it licks the lawyer's suit. Does uh, Pigeon want to do anything? Pigeon will attack the lawyer. Okay. So 1d4 for seven points of damage. Ooh, roll in accuracy. Okay, 13. Pigeon goes and stabs at him and deals 13 points of damage? Yes. And he, like, brushes his arm where he got poked at, uh, but he doesn't seem too bothered, and then keeps drinking. That guy thinks he's so cool. It's the biggest reaction you've got out of him so far. Gonna knock him down a peg. And now it's Good Boy's turn. Just because you have a nice couch doesn't mean you get to badmouth my axe. <laughs> Them fighting words, amigo. And uh, I'm gonna activate my, uh, my action skill. Bring it on! So I'm gonna throw it first. So, 12 damage. So you throw your buzz axe at him, hit the shield. Because it's so uneven from where it melted, you knock the shield out of his hands. uh, And it actually flies across the floor, slides across the floor, and goes off of the platform out of the, you know, like, onto the ground, out of the train's vicinity. It's goners. That's what I'm saying. So now you have your melee attack. I actually, uh, I get to have three turns now. Really? Yeah. Three turns in it. You get, like... It'll last for three turns. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, because normally it lasts for two turns, but now it lasts for three turns, so you still only get the two attacks per time. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit him. 
with my buzz axe. Uh, two, and eight, so ten, and a one, so eleven. You go right up to him, sink your buzz axe into him, uh, blood splurts out, it pierces his armor. It's a good hit. It's a good hit! I also have to roll to see if I become inflamed. Uh, that's a ten. Yeah, so you don't catch on fire. So, Tarquin, you are up. Hello. Um, first, I wish to do an insight check. I want to look out the window. Are there any sort of... Is, are there trees? Are we going past trees or telegraph poles or pylons or any sort of vertical thing? Uh, I mean, there's like mounds of rocks, kind of like, you know, bigger boulder type things. There's an occasional cactus. I got an insight roll of 24. Basically, if I tell you what I'm looking for, right... I wish to head back to the door. So I'm standing through the doorway, and obviously there's the outside walkway bit around the private area. And so I want to try and trick him into throwing his mace at me. I duck out the way. It flies out of the train car carriage and gets tangled on a cactus or a tree or something. And because the train is moving so fast, he gets pulled out. You know, like when Xenia Onatop dies in Goldeneye? That. What's that? <laughs> Perfect. That's a great description. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can definitely do that. With that insight, you know, like you've timed it out. You know, you have your taunt at the ready type thing. And we'll make this a badass move. Does anybody else want to assist? Can I, like, throw him off balance a little bit? The guard, I mean, not not Tarquin. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the guard. That's a great idea. So, like, once he throws it, you'll maybe, like, sweep the leg type thing so yeah. that he... so he can't plant his feet and secure himself. Yeah. I'll tell. I'll be telling him, watch out, for Tarquin's the baddest ass of all of us. Uh, man, that guard wishes he was half as badass as Tarquin B. Um, I think I want to have Pigeon, like, just fly around his head, kind of distracting him that way. Everybody roll. Let's do this badass move. God, five. Got a nat 20. Yes. Ooh. I only got a six. I got 15. So that's 46 total. I didn't set it that high, so. All right. Thanks for carrying again. Go ahead and taunt the guard how you want it. Hey, I heard you killed that siren by fluke, you fucking wuss bag. You couldn't even kill your way out of a paper bag, you fuck nugget. And... That mace, fucking the pansiest weapon I've ever seen. That mace couldn't even do any damage at all. My nan could do more damage than that. Right, especially not to Tarquin here. He's way too tough. Your mace isn't even gonna tickle him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna strike the pose in the doorway. The, uh, the lawyer actually even laughs at that. Gives a little bit of a chuckle, and then, right as he's about to throw his mace, like I'll show you, pansiest weapon, and he, right before he throws it. Pigeon comes and flies around his head and he lets go of the mace and it's not very accurate there, uh, but it's going through the door, heading right towards you. I'm going to dive out of the way. And then it goes out. What does it hit? You were outside. You saw what it was going to lash around to. Um, it's going to lash around a cactus, so he sort of gets pulled and will go... You know, like, Plunger got impaled on the rebar? It's going to be. It's yeah. going to fling him into the cactus. So his... Uh, mace goes out and it passes where the cactus would be, but then the train passes the cactus and that chain like wraps around it and yeah. clenches in there. Um, he's about to like let go because he knows like, oh, you know, I'm, I don't want to be pulled in with it. But then good boy sweeps the leg, knocks him off balance, and the guy 
grasps his uh, mace's handle even harder, like the chain harder to like try and catch himself and it pulls him right out the door. He goes, he wraps around it like it's a, Oh, what do you, like a tether ball? Is that what it's called? Yeah, you call it. We call it swing ball, but yeah, same thing. Swing ball, tether ball, yeah. And he like swings around the cactus a couple of times, and then smack right into it. Tons of little pricklies right into his face, his body. Yep, he he's gone. I don't know who knows if he's dead or not, but he's he's not going to be a bother anymore. Yeah, I was going to ask, does he live? I hope he lives. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Let me roll damage real quick. You see him moving, or you hear like a groan in the far distance behind you now. He's like barely alive. And from this day on, every train journey at this point, the conductor's like, and if you look to your left, you will see Cactus God Douche. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Cactus Joe over there. (laughs) The lawyer finishes his drink, puts it down on the counter, the bar stands up and he is a tall mamma jamma. He stands a square and two-fifths of a square tall. So seven feet. His gold suit, he's got gold pants, gold jacket. He turns around, he's wearing a black shirt, a silver-lined vest with paisley design on it, a paisley tie, silver tie. Uh, He's got big tusks and there's like a gold chain that goes between his two teeth tusks. He's got like a big red rock belt buckle that's kind of shaped like flames. He's got gem rings. He's got a diamond studded earring. He's got a bracelet with gems on it. Just like lavish, lavish stuff, right? Yeah, so this guy, super duper fancy looking, very tall, very ripped. He says, well, you killed Gregory, huh? No, I think he might still be kind of alive back there. You say that, and he looks at you, and he says, Mercurius! Oh, you you old something-something. <laughs> yeah, you know me. It's one of my classic pranks. <laughs> uh, roll an insight. Okay. Oh, there's a gnat one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, you, you still have no clue. And he recognizes that. He says... Ah, uh, you were always a little bit slow. You were, you weren't a bad lawyer, but <laughs> hey, say whatever happened to that little robo buddy of yours? Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah, um, good. <laughs> still, still here. Still, uh, still hanging around with me. Oh yeah, no, I heard he was still at the at the shop. You know, we <laughs> we pat the head every time we pass by the furnace. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm uh, I'm gonna start shooting him. <laughs> That's enough taunting for me. I, I'm, I'm pissed. Or Mercurius is pissed. He's gonna shoot at him. Okay, roll in accuracy. Okay. Ugh, four. God damn it. <laughs> Wait. Uh, that... uh, I'm not even gonna let you roll damage. So you shoot at him, and his gold, gold and silver suit just takes the shots, and it doesn't even affect him at all. Uh, he laughs. He says, <laughs> "Oh." Man, I, the Salamancas are sure are better off without you, right? So, uh, well, I think it's time I get rid of you. And he takes a step forward, and then he starts to cough. <coughs> he drops to his knees and grabs at his throat, and then he lands face down on the ground. 
Uh, the gnome bartender pops up over the bar and he starts feeling the body. He's like, I think he's still alive. Come on, we got to resuscitate him. He's trying to push him over, but the orc's too big and too heavy for this little gnome to do it. He's still alive, guys. And then uh, right above his body, bling, a little bit of loot comes out, like uh, a grenade, 10 gold, and a gun. Uh, he says, okay, well, okay, he's dead. Obviously he's dead. That's a flat line right there. Well, shit. I wanted it. I wanted him. Mm. Let's search him for the black for the echo cake, echo stone. As you say that, from the front side of the car, there's like a little vent, and smoke just starts coming in. The room begins to fill up with smoke, and you guys cannot see a single thing. The smoke clears. The big body is rolled over, and it looks like his pockets have been shuffled through. You go and check the body, and there's no echo stone. He sure talked a lot of game for somebody who drops such basic loot. Thanks so much for listening, badasses. I have been your BM, Riley. Phelion is played by Kimberly. Mercurius is played by Kyle. Good Boy is played by Matt. And Tarquin is played by Phil. For this arc, I went on Twitter and I asked the community to throw out some Vault Hunter names. They went above and beyond. They gave me names as well as what their class would be and even physical descriptions. So I want to credit those people that pitched in. And these characters are awesome. Thank you so much to everyone who participated. We'll definitely do this again in the future. And if you did reply to it and you didn't hear the character that you threw out, it's all right. They'll be in the next episode. And I have loved being every single one of these characters. Oh, so awesome. At Nick Strosity, Nick, who played Deimos, gave us both Hurley and Jebediah Wild. Andre at Hamsome Cheese gave us the Hillbilly Psycho. His name is Hillbilly Joe. I don't think we've revealed his name yet, but that's his name. Alucard at Alucard77 gave us the commando that was in the quiet car that they shhed. And then Char 13, at Char 13, gave us the siren that appeared near the end with the big mini gun. If you want to interact with us, we are most active on Twitter, but we also have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at FFAdventureCo. You can also email us, FFAdventureCo at gmail.com. We love to interact with all of our listeners. We're so flattered that you all are listening. If you want to help the show out, go share it with your friends, your family, people you think would enjoy it. Share it on your social medias. If you really want to go the extra mile, go and rate it five stars on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Write a review on Apple Podcasts. All of that really helps the show get seen more and pop up as suggestions for other people to listen to. Our next episode comes out November 8th, and I'm really excited for you all to hear it. And that is it. Now, go forth and be badasses. The hunter, I'll watch you back if you watch mine, the hunter. Those bandits better run and hide. You got your 27 times.
wait, when are they doing it? I I sneezed. <laughs> <laughs>